Episode three, that's it. I'm here with Joyce, my hey. little sunshine. Hey guys, and I'm here with Gigi. What's what up? up? <laughs> Hi. We're in different <laughs> cities trying to figure this out. Yes, exactly. So um please pardon if you hear any external noises. We're trying really hard for this to work out seamless. Yeah, we're really stepping our game up. We look official. We really do. I wish everybody could see us. Maybe one day we'll do um, like a Facebook Live. Ooh, that would be so cute. I know. I would definitely have to do my hair unlike today. I didn't do my hair either today. Today was real. I feel like this week has been real. Did you work on Monday? No. Well, okay. This three-day week has been real. (laughs) I feel like it's almost like Memorial Day where it was, again, a short week and it was just real. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So this will be released in two weeks. So just so you guys know, it was just 4th of July. I feel like there's like a a little bit of a lapse with days. Yeah, but our people don't got to know that. (laughs) They don't got to know. We just had a short week, okay? Don't ask questions. We are doing our thing and we're slowly trying to figure this shit out. I know. Um, so how are you doing besides like this hell week? I'm doing good. I feel like I can't complain. Um, again, it's a short week. So I feel like there's if I complain at this point, I'm just, you know, I'm doing the most. Doing the most. How about you? Um, How's it going for you? Good. I've been I'm just trying to get in the swing of it. I feel like I had so many days off and then it's like. I have to get ready again for the weekend, which, again, it's not a bad thing to complain, but I'm <laughs> oh like, oh, my God, first wait. world problems. I know. Wait, what just happened? Um, but, yeah, all good things. Um, we had a few days off, so I was able to catch up on some shows. Hey, I don't know if you watch Power. I do. I, OK, good. I did not. I've only watched the first episode and it was insane. And I just love that show. They actually write record some of the scenes in first season across the street from my job. So that's I've seen Tommy in the street one time. (laughs) I was so excited when I saw Tommy. He was walking with a bike and I freaked out and I don't even know his real name. So I didn't stop him. And the show just had come out. So I was like, no one knows who this guy is, but I do. <laughs> That's Tommy. Well, next That's time Tom- next time you see him, just tell him, like, I need him to get it together. Like, I know. <laughs> but I do. Wait, I, are you caught up? I am. I, like, watch it Saturday, like, after midnight. Oh, damn. You're on it. I have to. I mean, it's my baby. No. It's such a good show. <laughs> such a good show. I'm always like, I don't know. I know you didn't see the second the second episode, but just to let you know, I uh I was mad. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I just want to say that I hate Angela Me so too. Much. And can we just okay, cuz I'm glad that this is this is the topic right now. Can I just say <laughs> that I get so pissed off that she got to be a cop and she Latina like, "Come on, ho." Yo. <laughs> But shout out to her nickname. Remember when season one, someone calls her Bruja? Yes. I like that. Okay, so I I fucking loved it. And then that's the name that I used for someone in my old apartment. I won't go into details, but we call her Bruja because she's a fucking fed. So (laughs) she'd be like gossiping. So we're like Bruja. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Can't trust them Brujas. 
Nope. My mom always gives me shit because I always give people nicknames like in a, in Spanish. Oh it's so God. bad. That's, that's it. Like that's what I do all <laughs> the fucking time. I think it's definitely a cultural thing. Um, and you know, different people like nicknames and stuff is is more common. But yo, especially when it's um when people get on your nerves, those are the best. Oh, those are the best. Best. I most iconic is like. Miko Flojo, I've had like <laughs> Vieja Puta Sucia was a good one because she could get all of it. She was just, yeah, the nicknames. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, that that is literally what what we do. It's literally what we do. <laughs> and I always like when I meet somebody, I'm always like, what 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 do they look like? Do they look like a tarado or do they look like an idiota <laughs> or do they look like una pendeja? Oh, es viva, es viva. Ebiba, Ebusa, Ebusa. My mom is the best at making them. Like sometimes I'll tell her my mom has came up with La Pailona. <laughs> Damn. La Pailona. Because she was like tall and like built like a pailona. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. That one, that one is one of my favorites. Um, I mean, I can't get over that no. one. No, actually, now that, like, I'm really thinking about shit my mom has said, and, like, there's family names, like, my my fam- my dad's side of the family, they're called Moneda, because they got the nose of the whoever is on the quarter in El Salvador. Um, I said, oh, one lady's nickname is La Cagona. Like, what did you do that your nickname is La Cagona? Like... She has it. You just have the runs. Like that, what is or, happening? Or she just fucked up. La cagaste. She fucked up. Like, oh, true. Yeah, we're breaking. I didn't it think down. about it like that. We're breaking it down. <laughs> we're we're translating this. Like, cag- <laughs> cagar <laughs> means to shit. And I'm so glad that this is what we're talking about. But but sometimes when you fuck up, like la cagaste. Cagaste. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Oh, so, yeah. So. so- <laughs> All that of was a that, quick nickname. All of that because of Angela from Power. <laughs> Yo, fuck her though. For real. for real. For real. Like, nah. She gets on my nerves sometimes. Do you want to move into shout outs? Yeah. So now, I mean, now that like we finished talking about uh, Angela Valdez. <laughs> A.K.A. Bruja in the street. <laughs> A.K.A. Don't trust that hoe. Don't if you see her, don't trust her. Also, side note, she's gonna be forever like a fed. Right. No no matter what she does in her career. No. Just like you the actress. I cannot believe that you locked Ghost up. I don't even want to say ghost because they don't even know who he is. (laughs) (laughs) James St. Patrick. I cannot believe. Exactly. Whatever. I'm gonna let that one go. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let her go. So now we're gonna talk about more, uh, you know, <laughs> better, better, better Latinos doing good shit out there for us. Yes. So yes. let's give a shout out. Un aplauso, por favor. Uh, Aaron for being the first Latino to be on Shark Tank. Okay. Look at him. We have the opportunity now. We're giving out. He's about to give out loans. He's about to make shit happen. 
He is out here winning with J-Lo and Shark Tank. He's right. out here in the streets. He really is. He's doing it. <laughs> How do you feel about that relationship? To, uh, well, I was, I was going to say, one, I mean, I know he plays baseball for the Yankees, right? Did I get that? Yes. <laughs> yes. That is yeah, correct. I'm just like not into baseball whatsoever. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, uh, clearly he's good. <laughs> um, to be honest, and no, not throwing shade to J Lo, but she always has somebody new. Like it's like okay, like cool. Look at that Latino love. Like I'm not, I don't really care about that. <laughs> I just feel like he does not look interested in her at all like all the pictures he's just like chilling and here's dumbass and I like JLo and I some of her relationships I was really into but this one I'm just like girl he doesn't even like Ellen made a joke and it was he was holding the umbrella and not covering her (laughs) and Ellen made the joke like does he even like you or like are you guys even dating like what what is happening in this picture and JLo made a joke of course and they kept going but I'm just like you look stupid all Uh, up on this man I wonder I wonder who has more money she does you think baseball players they be making a lot of money but then he um got divorced and then he stopped playing or like he oh so is he washed I guess so. Like, he retired. I don't know much about him. I know there was drama. I know he's a good player, and the Yankees really liked him, and New York fans really love him. Um, But her money's deep. Like, she did Vegas. She's been in the business for a while. Like you said, baseball players make a lot of money. He invested money well, so... (laughs) I'm assuming he has he's good if he's on Shark Tank and that's awesome <laughs> for him and the Latino community. Right. Trying to transition out of this. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No. So big shout out to him and, and him doing his thing. As with him and J Lo, I mean, I wish them well. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. I wish them so- well. Yeah, let's wish them well. And um, girl, I hope she finds love, Tito. Girl, that she always finds but the thing love. Is, like, she finds love every other week. You know where she that song, like Rihanna song, "I Found Love in a Hopeless Place." <laughs> like that's that's literally J Lo. Like I really, I'll never hit her and like Drake could have been a good match. Like no. they're both they're both this like help hopeless romantic and. Just in general, like, after, like, they go hard for somebody and then they, like, leave them. (laughs) Like, it's just those relationships that are, like, I wonder, I wonder how much this is going to last. Do I want it to be forever? I don't care. I don't care enough. I'll just never forget that JLo said, like, I love love. And that, like, she's obsessed with loving someone. And that's just, like, who she is as a person. And that's why she always goes in and out of relationship and... I don't think she sees some anything wrong with it. I think Drake and her were not a good mix because she just looked des- she just looked thirsty and desperate, like the older woman going with the hot rapper. And I don't know. At least A Rod, it seems like a little bit more of an equal like status, that like, like type of thing. Older. Like Drake trying to just 
Right, like Drake's just trying to fucking party. Like he's not trying to take care of no kids. Or is he? That aren't his. <laughs> from what I from what he told me when he texted me, you know. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Vaya. Bueno. Bueno. Here we um, go. So we we just gonna um I don't want you to put your business out there, Gigi, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and transition out of that one for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what do you have for us? What what um what topic do you have for us today? Okay, so actually, it kind of piggybacks a little bit from last week's and um, your conversation with the uh, inspector, and he was just talking about like dumb, the dumb Salvadorian, <laughs> el idiota, and idiota del Salvador, mm-hmm. and then I was like thinking about it and just, and then it just came to mind that like Dasha Palenko mm-hmm. from Orange Is the New Black had an interview recently with um I want to get this with viva vivala.com it's like this um I don't re- I actually just saw honestly I saw the link everywhere yeah let's be honest <laughs> let's be transparent I saw this link everywhere mm-hmm. um and it was basically how she feels that Hollywood is very much looking for a fake Latina. So when I read the article, I was like, yo, this is real. This is this is a good topic to talk about mm-hmm. for this week. And she discusses how um, Hollywood likes really like whitewashed or very fair skin, um, maybe some curls, like a lot of curves, but still very tiny. And she just feels like they don't want the richness of the culture in Hollywood yet because they're not they they, they she doesn't look Latina what to what they think she does. And Dasha, if you guys don't know who she is, she is again, like I said, Orange the New Black. She plays Daya. Daya. She um is a very uh thick woman. She's Dominican. She is from New York. She's from Brooklyn. And you know, she just has curves. Like, when I see her, I don't see anything different than any other Latina woman I've ever seen. You know, it's not anything like, wow, I never thought she was Latina. I looked at her and I was like, yep, she's Dominican. Mm-hmm. Like, so she just talks about it and she just says how it's very hard because they want her to, they hide, the industry hides a lot of the Afro-Latina features and it's hard to get roles because when they say um oh we want a latina for this uh role they don't really mean a curvy dark a a darker skin curly hair they want a thin um white complexion and so then i thought this article was very interesting and then actually earlier today lala um anthony which is Puerto Rican, who is married to Carmelo Anthony, who plays for the Knicks. She also had an article out today saying um, that she doesn't, it's very hard for her to get roles as a Latina because they see her and they assume that she's black and they just will not give her. And like she speaks Spanish, both her parents are like, I think her, both her parents are Puerto Rican and last name Vasquez before she married um, Carmelo Anthony. And it was just very hard with her career to try to get 
a Latin, like the Latin roles or anything, or to be considered. Like she still has to tell people like, yes, I speak Spanish. Yes, I'm Puerto Rican. Like they just can't put their mind around it that she is. Yeah. Um. So this was very interesting because it's um actually know someone who's seen um Sofia Vergada in real life, and that's like, you know, she's the one that's like front and center right now in terms of Latinas. Mm-hmm. She makes a lot of money for Modern Family, and another big props like she makes. A, like I think one of the highest paying roles yeah. and but people who have seen her in real life they're like she's not actually curvy like she wears a lot of clothes that like makes her look curvy but in real life she's probably like a size four and so like the real side like so then you see Dasha who's like probably I don't want to offend like I hope this is not offensive but she's probably like a full size like a size 12 10 like you know she's a more she's like legit a curvier woman mm-hmm. So, um, so it's like they want that look and they want, and like Sofia Vergara is thin and her accent is just enough accent, but to make it exaggerated and then still like can understand there still can have the roles, but like she plays the same role in everything she does, Mm -hmm. which is like the stereotypical, you know, Latina that's like running around, always in heels, always in tight dresses, always being dramatic. And yes, we are very dramatic. Yes, we like to wear tight clothes. I don't like wearing heels, but mm-hmm. Joyce loves wearing <laughs> heels. So it's like there's there's some of it like we do, you know, we do do it. But um, anyways, I just thought it was very interesting because um, representation matters. And as Orange is the New Black has gotten traction they have shown different shades of Latinas and brown girls. And it's just, it's nice to see because before that, you know, we don't have much and we have JLo again and, you know, she's fair skin, thinner, but with the big booty. So mm-hmm. it's like trying to fit. And, you know, there are Latino women who don't have butts or don't have boobs. Like it's, it's like, or not that curvy. And so, it's just finding that that I don't know, just finding people who don't fit that mold. And I'm hoping that this interview and this comes to light more so that more people can like get roles. And it's like for the industry to understand that like Latinos come in every single color, every single size, like, you know, even like within us two, like we don't necessarily look like someone else who's from El Salvador. Like right. we look different. Like I make a joke. I'm like one of the tallest people in the country <laughs> because usually Salvadorians are short and I'm, I don't consider myself that tall, but when all my siblings are five feet or five one and I'm five, five, it's like a big jump. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, yeah, tell me your thoughts. That's interesting. I think, I mean, similar to just, what I think people's perception it like you can't change that and I know we're trying to get into a world where we're seeing more of it so people can start to if they watch Orange is the New Black they see all those girls in the crew that is supposed to be Latinas that are from different countries you know and different shades Um, that's because being Latina or Latino doesn't mean race. It's an ethnicity. 
So people don't understand that or maybe not even know that. A lot of people don't know um, the difference between race and ethnicity. And at the end of the day, I just put that. I'm Latina. That's my ethnicity. I don't have to put any other. And if I do do a race, like sometimes I have to check all these boxes and I put everything (laughs) because to be honest, that's what Latin America is, is a huge melting pot similar to the Caribbean. And, you know, you go back and and there is no shade for that. Um, I think that it's like across all industries and again, I'm not in the acting world, so I, you know, I understand that it's it's might it might be hard to to land those roles, but there is everything of everything. It just we're just women, you know. Some, like you said, some are not gonna be too curvy, and some are gonna be skinny. But that doesn't mean that we define the Latina as being, you know, X, Y, and Z. But the media. The movies, the shows, and all of that have, they've built this image. And how do you define that? Like, what makes you Latina? I think each person is different. Like, for me, it's like, I don't know. I guess, like, we can do a whole episode of that. But, like, right off the top of my head, I would say it's the language, the food, and the music. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Like... I guess it could be so different. It's so complex. Like for each person is different and how you deal with that, how you relate to that, how you connect to that is totally different person to person. Like you said, for a lot of race things, you know, when people ask you, what's your race? Like, I just say like, yeah, like Latinos don't have race. Like I can tell you where my parents are. I can tell you ethnicity, but I can't go like, well, technically like, Who knows? The census doesn't really put us in. They can't figure it out. So Mm -hmm. I I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, at the same time, I see too, like, like when you had said, like Lala, you know, the the challenges she faces of of not people not being able to identify her. um, It's it's you know, it's everybody's experience, because at the end of the day, I mean, I get that shit all the time. Whether it's right. being mistaken, you know, people mistake me for white because I'm so light sometimes or pale. Or sometimes they don't know. They they know I'm not white. They just can't figure it out. Yeah. And those are always the funnier ones. And the majority is always, you know, they see me or hear me, whatever it is. And it's like something is just not all the way white. <laughs> or something is just not all the way right like you know but I never assume like I don't assume and I I rather if I'm having the conversation ask you you know um whether it's your last name whether it's that you look different or whether you know and some people might get offended some people don't but I don't mind because I hate taking that away from somebody and I you know I I kind of do this all the time and especially again I always talk about the Caribbean but when I go there and there's so much mixture or when I meet somebody and and hear something like oh okay like where are you from or where are your parents from you notice things and then from that point forward oh Jamaica okay you're Jamaican I don't whether let's say you know whether you're a light dark Jamaican 
you're Jamaican. There's no way of telling. Oh, she's you can guess like, oh, yeah, she looks Puerto Rican. She looks Salvadorian. She looks Colombian. But heck, she really might not be. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just be straight up born and bred in Baltimore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's another question. And this is not really, you know, these are things that don't have answers. But so. If there are no roles that fit how are we changing that but how come people are also accepting the stereotypical ones right i think it comes down to like <clears throat> i need work shit <laughs> like for real i mean i think this is definitely something that's gonna start a conversation and like people like her like lala or other people like that need to that have stepped up to say like hey look like the latino um characters or roles are not like they're not deep they're not like you know like they're trying but like it has to be said for change to happen because um and like you said like you can't we can't be upset if no one is speaking up right like you can't be upset that you're only being casted as the nanny or the maid and then just being like, well, it's none of my business, like where everyone else needs to step up behind her and be like, yeah, it's kind of right. Like, I'm tired. Like, you know, and Orange was a new black, I think, was one of the first shows that showed a little bit more of a range in um, the Latina community community. Right. I was just thinking about this because <laughs> I pretty much only watched like two shows, but I was watching Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> new york no atlanta 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 is the shit and that is like i i don't watch any other ones but atlanta like atlanta has a special heart (laughs) a special place in my heart (laughs) the type of yeah the type of you know ratchetness that goes on is like dear to my heart um good to know yeah i mean you know it's just just my life but so i was watching it and you know there's uh jocelyn hernandez and you know every Puerto Rican time princess i see her i'm like yo you are just in general like i mean the show come on it's it's love and hip-hop i know it's it's entertainment but like still you're arguably and tammy is um like she's half nicaraguan um but she just embarrasses me and not me per se but the culture and i'm just like she's so crazy and she reps you know, Puerto Rico so hard, but I was watching again, um, the new, the new person that Stevie SDB <laughs> just signed, <laughs> um, is Panamanian and she's cute and she looks normal. Again, this is, again, this is love and hip hop guys. I'm not trying to make this more deep than it actually, <laughs> but I was like, Oh, okay. Like now there's like a little more diversity because even amongst all, all of them, you know what I mean? I respect certain, I like certain, certain females on the show. Like, you know, I like Tammy and I like uh, Rashida and whatever. So, but with that said, it's almost like sometimes even you know amongst is like you can't change these people and and they're right front and center you know right and like puerto rican princess is out here (laughs) (laughs) she's always on the shade room i just like don't understand it everywhere everywhere she's she's a mess she's a hot mess this is entertainment i mean i watch um housewives of atlanta real housewives of atlanta Mm -hmm. that's my thing 
I don't watch Love and Hip Hop though. I think I watch. I tried to watch it New York. Yeah, with Remy Ma and and so that's yeah. But but I don't keep I, up. Yeah, I like Cardi B. Um, oh my God, I love Cardi B. Though. I loved her like even before. Uh, I'm a regular schmegular from the Bronx. <laughs> I say that all the time. I'm just a regular schmegular girl. <laughs> no, Cardi B is is the truth. I love her. Me too. She's hilarious, but she's also herself, and she's also Latina. <laughs> she is, and she's from New York. Shout out. Woo-hoo. So yeah, so I think, I mean, there's nothing really to come out of this. I mean, like everyone has their own experience on how they deal with like their ethnicity and how they're seen and their experience with being said like you're not Spanish, you're too Spanish, or this is not what we want. And then like I think being in Hollywood, there's like a bigger microscope on it, and it's like that feeling of like damn like y'all really say you want latina but you don't really want latina or maybe this isn't a role that i should be taking to begin with or you know there's so many layers to it i definitely yeah um, i think as you were talking I i started to think and i'm like you know i think what we're missing is that pride you know how there's like black girl magic now which i love yeah i love seeing that and just like that type of you know they're you know trying to get that spotlight where like we don't have that right you know there's not there hasn't been that wave i think where i hope i hope that we started right (laughs) right like it's gonna be us we're gonna think of no like our hashtag dope latinas yeah if you guys want to do something like if you're latina and you're doing some dope shit hashtag dope latinas and that's gonna be our movement right and I want to see it right here. You know, you could be. And the thing is, is like because being Latina is everything. Like it's all of Latin America. We all look different. We all do different things. So, you know, it's just about creating that wave and shedding that light. I feel like it's not out there. We're not. No. We're not being heard, seen. So, Lala, if you're listening, please hashtag. <laughs> Dasha, if you're listening, please hashtag Dope Latinas. That'd be great. Yes, let's <laughs> get this going. Um, but yeah, no, that's just a side note. Sorry, I got all excited. No, no, I think I think that was good. I think that um, you're right. There isn't a movement. There's like, I don't know if there's a sisterhood, if you can say. Yeah. And like, maybe this is like getting way to a different topic, but we can discuss this in another episode but like i don't think latina women have that mm-hmm. well at least not like as like in up like front and center yeah so i think for example when you turn on you know univision is spanish speaking so somebody you know that's just watching tv they're not gonna sit there they're not gonna understand so they're not gonna they're not really knowing the people that that we know or the different artists that are coming out the different actresses that are popping you know yeah but i think that that's 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 kind of the disconnect where it's like there's that separation of just like american culture like american media and then like really diving into the latino community because we know we know who our people are 
But right. when you're trying to get it to be mainstream and moreover in the times that we live in, you know. Right. Um, I think it's just getting enough. Like it's going to be a new wave of things like where the Spanglish um, generation, if you will, it's like going up, they're going into different fields. They're, you know, putting themselves out there. And like you said, like I'm very like a handful of people in my company who are Spanish. And in a few years, I'm sure that's going to change because it's just a Spanglish. I want to say like generation Spanglish is going to grow and it's going to it's going to be more um, front and center, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Prominent. Yeah. Agreed. Well, as it as it continues, we'll keep commenting (laughs) on it. Exactly. So new topic. Um, I just had this quick thought uh, pop up into my head this past week. And I don't know if maybe anybody listening has gone through it or you know how sometimes you see a meme and you're like oh my god you did that as a kid too like trying to kind of bring common (laughs) ground um you know you can tell me your your experience too but it's nothing serious um I've just noticed that with my family and this happened last weekend my family has been here for a good amount of years now you know uh my mom immigrated from El Salvador about I don't know, like 33 years ago. So, you know, all my brothers and I were born here. But still, you know, we're very much Salvadorian. But with that said, it's interesting for me to see the older generation. So like my grandma and my mom, how they perceive Americans. Like I'm American. I was born here, Mm -hmm. but I'm not American. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's funny because... I've noticed that sometimes the old generation refers to people as like American, but I'm, and mm-hmm. I always make fun of my mom. Like, but I'm American. She's like, tu sos salvadoreña, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about was this whole passport and ID situation. So I don't know about you, but last week I needed my ID and my mom was like, do you have your passport? And I was like, no, I don't carry my passport. Like, she was like, but they're not oh. going to let you in, you know? I was like, it was like a, through the government, like you needed a, like a form of identification. So, of course, she was like, right. bring your passport. And I was like, nah, get in the car. So, I'm picking her up. And then my grandma comes out like, um, Joycey, Joycey, traiste tu pasaporte? And I was like, no, grandma, I don't need my passport. I have my ID. <laughs> like, my ID <laughs> will identify me. That's what it's there for. And she was like, no, they're not going to let you in. I told you to bring your passport. So it was really funny, right? Anyways, long story short, they let me in. Of course they did. But even when we travel, again, amongst the states, like not even, not international oh, yeah. travel, is always like, bring your passport. You don't know what's going to happen. They're not going to. And I just thought it was interesting because when I'm like, you can't take that away from them. Like, no matter what I say, no. my mom always has that fear. And she is an American citizen. She's been here for years. And it's just innate in her to fear that. And to fear yeah. that that might one day or be taken away from her. Or you have to justify yourself um, in front of whether it's police or whatever, you know. I am indeed an American citizen. 
I don't know if you've ever, if that, that really could just be my family. But um, I do think that a lot of people, and it's just the, you know, just the fear of being profiled and being like, uh uh-uh, they're not going to believe me. So I need to have double the proof that I'm definitely actually an American citizen or just a citizen in general. No, my family's like, if you don't have um, a passport, they freak out. Like, they're just like, is it like my sister's right now is um, expired and it's just like, what the hell? But like, hers is a little different because she has to change her name because she got married. But like, she's just like, oh, it's going to be such a hassle. So she hasn't done it. So mom's like, oh my God, I can't believe she haven't, hasn't done her um, her passport. And even with the whole travel ban, mm-hmm. um, my the whole thing my actually my parents were going to florida to see my sister and they were freaking out and i'm like well you guys first of all you're either why would they be checking passports and two because you're going to florida and then there's like all these different stories well i heard that they checked everything like we should be taking all documents with us mm-hmm. and i'm like and i and like obviously at that moment i was just like upset because i was like is this going to be like a because th- then they were saying um, that they were like taking residents like official residents out of the plane. And then like it was just like a stressful period because, of course, my parent, my dad never leaves the, the state of New Jersey. And then my mom like and they just happened to have this trip booked the week, I think, like two or three weeks before or after the travel ban happened and all the all the delays and all of that. And like there was just a moment of like the sinking feeling and like I know in my state, my normal state of mind that this is not going to happen. Like They're not going to get deported. There's no way they could get deported. Right. But then you start just going crazy and you're just like, well, I don't know. Like they could like, but why would like, I don't know. Like people are like believing these it. stories got right. These stories started to get crazier and like professionals that lived in this country, like weren't allowed. And it's like, again, Obviously, it's so dramatic because they were going to Florida. So what was the worst they were going to happen? They were either going to stay in Florida <laughs> or stay not let them fly out of New Jersey. But it, it's just a stressful situation, like to always have their IDs. My dad always has like all his IDs on him. He doesn't have his passport on him. But like my mom, we all have them um, like in normal. Like everybody knows who has like like when I was at college, I had my mom had my passport at home because like she was like nervous with me having it at school. And then like my older sister has my brothers. Like it's like such a big thing to like who had, you know, the passports. And, you know, especially in the times that we live in right now, um, in the Trump era, unfortunately, you know, I just I wanted to share that because for anybody listening, like it's real. It's real. There is real. a fear that goes through people's heads, especially my, especially immigrants, you know, and whether we're here undocumented or legally or even U.S. citizens, there's this, you know, fear. And it's crazy because that's true. You start, then you start to freak out and then you start to say, well, I don't know, because if I'm hanging around my mom, I don't speak no English. So, and I've had people ask me too, like, do you speak English? And I'd be like, "Uh, yeah, but you get what I'm saying? Like, depending on what, if I'm with my family versus if I'm with my friends, it's I'm perceived differently. And and sometimes right. when I'm with my family, you know, you start to really kind of 
feel that like that judgment and that fear of like someone's gonna come over and make you feel uncomfortable and even like you know the i don't know specifically the law of arizona but that whole big drama that happened a few years ago was when they passed the law if you're driving with someone who's illegal and you're a citizen you could get in trouble and go to jail so it's like you start to like and so like there's this joke like i'm never going to arizona because like i'm gonna get (laughs) deported and like there's always like and like we make jokes out of it because like what else are you gonna do but like i'm really never going to arizona because i don't want to get deported (laughs) like i don't know why i don't know how but that's a state that i will be taking my passport to if i go yeah I I remember when that happened. And, like, you know, a lot of the times, too, it's just about, like, knowing your rights and being educated on the issues and and being able to, like, fully express yourself. So it's crazy. Sometimes it's funny. No. But it's definitely real. (laughs) It's definitely real. Literally, I became a lawyer within that week because I was, like, Googling, like, what thing they could do. So my dad's a resident and and my mom's a citizen. So... I had to like I was like Googling like he had both his copy, his old copy, his new copy, like all his IDs with him. He has a New Jersey state license. But I was Googling like, can you get deported as a president? Like (laughs) if you're going on this flight, because it's like and my dad bless his soul. He's like such a scary cat. Like shit like this will make any man afraid. And so it was just stressing me out. But they went. It was fine. He had enough. like his ID was enough. But. It's just like, again, like you said, like people don't realize like shit like this affects a lot of people. Yeah. And it's just that fear. Yep. It's real. It's real out in these streets. <laughs> but, you know, we we here. We happy. We blessed. Hashtag blessed. I think we said that last time. Definitely. And it's always hashtag blessed. We definitely said that last time. But no, we're not about to live in fear. We're about to just be educated and keep spreading the word and keep being mindful mm-hmm. being mindful of other, definitely other people's keep... situation definitely so. so we're gonna change the gear the summer is here thankfully we finally got some good weather <laughs> so my fun topic of the week or of the episode is Que vamos a beber this summer? What is your drink of choice this summer, Joyce? That's really hard because <laughs> it just depends on my mood. Like, I, I, I love me some vodka. I love me some Ciroc. Really? Sometimes. You out here, P. Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> P. Diddy is out here. Like, P. Diddy needs to send a case of Ciroc. Like, I'll be a, what is that? A Ciroc girl. A sponsor, can we do? Uh, can we? Can uh, we make a group? Like, isn't it like, is it Dope Boys or Ciroc Boys? Maybe I'm making this shit up. Uh, no, Ciroc. I think it's Ciroc Boys. I think. Whatever. I'll be a Ciroc. I don't girl. know. Diddy, if you're listening, I'll be or, a Ciroc girl. Or Diddy, we can. You can pay us, and this can become your official ad. Right. For the summer. Right. Um. <laughs> go ahead and send me that summer colada because that's the new one and it's like perfect for summer. Summer. And let me just tell you, if you haven't tried it, <laughs> um, it's the shit. Is it super sweet? But my I thing don't is know. like I don't really it's like good. Sweet. And that's all you gotta know is that it's good. So go try it. I'm not advocating for underage. <laughs> 
if you are 21, and you can older. go get it. Unless you Latino and you start drinking at 10. Sorry, no. No, for real. That 13, was the sad 13. part. Like I, I drank. I started drinking so early. Like it's not a big deal. So it's like what? I went to college. Like right. what is going on? I remember trying beer. Like my uncle gave me beer. I was really young. I might have been ten, but just to try it, and I was like, "This is disgusting." That's the thing. Like once you taste it for yourself, like a dumbass, <laughs> then you realize, like, "Ooh, this is nasty." Mm-hmm. Get nasty. <laughs> I know. Nikki. I know. And then. And now we're like, yes, ah, Thursday. Bottles, bottles on deck. Glass on glass on glass. I wish you guys would have seen. Actually, I'm glad you guys, if you didn't, if you don't follow me on Insta store on Instagram, you did not see this like crazy video of me just like with a bottle in my hand, a cup in the other, like dancing like a fool. It'd so be, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes you gotta let loose Hash- with that great goose. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag summer mood. Right. But no, I think it really just depends on my mood because I'm also, I'm also, did you hear that? I'm also, <laughs> yeah. and the reason why I said that is because I was about to say Moscow Mule, but. Oh, um, my favorite. Yes. I think, um, you know, if I needed a mixed drink, I would go with a Moscow Mule. Yum. Yeah. I agree. I'm a- Yes, bitch. No, Moscow Mules are my favorite. I just hate when they don't <laughs> yes, give it to puta. me. <laughs> Yes, puta with a Moscow mule. How would you say Moscow mule? <laughs> Is it mule boy with the with the with the with the boy from Moscow? <laughs> okay, Moscow is in Russia, right? Yeah. That's, okay, that's, boy, yep. mm-hmm. be, boy de Rusia. <laughs> I like okay. it. We're, we're going to start our trend. I know. Oh, my gosh. I just laughed too hard at that. <laughs> I need people. I need um, people around me to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> oh, that's what I like. Sometimes I'm like, yo, I'm so funny. And I was like, I should have been a comedian. But I would laugh harder at my jokes than the people. Right. I wouldn't make it that far. Because I, I'm. Nope. But what are you drinking? Um, I would support you though. What are you okay, drinking? Okay, so what am I drinking? What are you drinking? What I <laughs> can you tell that? I'm starting to get thirsty, yo. Yo, for real, me too. I wish we should have Okay, so our next episode we should record while drinking. Moscow mules. Moscow mules. Okay, I will go for a Moscow mule if they have it. I would also dabble in a rose. Mm. I, I like I like a I like a nice rose, a nice sparkling, and then I always love gin. So like, really, sometimes I'll do. I love you know I love gin. Oh my gosh, I do not. Oh, by the way, I said mule wrong. It's mula. <laughs> mula. I said boy. I think boy is a donkey. <laughs> I thought donkey was burro. Wait, what is a boy? What's up? I don't know. You better I'm about that. to. Oh my god! <laughs> it's an ox. How the fuck did I? Get... How do you know what the fuck? I... Wait, how did? <laughs> I don't even know. Why would I need to say ox? I don't even have words for this. <laughs> I will be ending this um, episode with a quote that goes perfectly with our summer drinks, and you're really gonna appreciate this. I can't. My wait. quote today is from the one, uh, the great future. 
<laughs> yes, Sir Future. Um, you do you you do what you want when you pop in. That is yes. my goal. That is yes. what I wanted. I was yes, feeling <laughs> I felt it in my soul. Like, yes, you're right. I do do what I want when I'm popping. You're right. That's so true, though. I'm about to. I'm about to go into the weekend like. Yes. You do what you want when you popping, cause you do what you want when you popping, and guess what? We're gonna do what we want, cause we popping. <laughs> cause we popping. <laughs> so that's my yeah. quote. Shout out to Future. We popping, and that you guys should all listen to Jersey on What a Time to Be Alive, and listen to that song while you're getting ready to go out this weekend and drink your nice little Moscow Mule, yes. and just think of us, and hashtag Dope Latinas, hashtag That's It. Yes, follow us on That's It Podcast. Yes, and share, and follow, and comment, and subscribe and if you're please, on iTunes. And please, please do what you want, only if you popping. Yes. Yes, queens out there. <laughs> All right. All right, mi gente. Nos vemos. Adios. Hasta la Bye. próxima.